Dive podcast, Catechism of the Catholic Church, in a year. Today is day number 200, and we begin with number 1506. Christ invites his disciples to follow him by taking up their cross in their turn. By following him, they acquire a new outlook on illness and the sick. Jesus associates them with his own life of poverty and service. He makes them share in his ministry of compassion and healing. So they went out and preached that men should repent, and they cast out many demons, and anointed with oil many that were sick and healed them. The risen Lord renews this mission, in my name. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover, and confirms it through the signs that the church performs by invoking his name. These signs demonstrate in a special way that Jesus truly God who that Jesus truly is God who saves. The Holy Spirit gives to some a special charism of healing, so as to make manifest the power of the grace of the risen Lord. But even the most intense prayers do not always obtain the healing of all illnesses. Thus St. Paul must learn from the Lord that my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness, and that the sufferings to be endured can mean that in my flesh I complete what is lacking in Christ's affliction for the sake of his body, that is, the church. Heal the sick. The church has received this charge from the Lord and strives to carry it out by taking care of the sick as well as by accompanying them with her prayer of intercession. She believes in the life-giving presence of Christ, the physician of souls and bodies. This presence is particularly active through the sacraments and in an altogether special way through the Eucharist, the bread that gives eternal life and that St. Paul suggests is connected with bodily health. However, the Apostolic Church has its own right for the sick, attested to by St. James. Is any among you sick? Let him call for the elders, presbyters of the church, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick man, and the Lord will raise him up, and if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Tradition has recognized in this rite one of the seven sacraments. The Church believes and confesses that among the seven sacraments there is one especially intended to strengthen those who are being tried by illness, the anointing of the sick. This sacred anointing of the sick was instituted by Christ our Lord as a true and proper sacrament of the New Testament. It is alluded to indeed by Mark, but is recommended to the faithful and promulgated by James the Apostle and brother of the Lord. From ancient times in the liturgical traditions of both East and West, we have testimonies to the practice of anointings of the sick with blessed oil. Over the centuries, the anointing of the sick was conferred more and more exclusively on those at the point of death. Because of this, it received the name extreme unction. Notwithstanding this evolution, the liturgy has never failed to beg the Lord that the sick person may recover his health if it would be conclusive, I'm sorry, conducive to his salvation. The apostolic constitution Sacrum Unctionum Infirmorum, following upon the Second Vatican Council, established that henceforth, in the Roman Rite, the following be observed. The sacrament of anointing of the sick is given to those who are seriously ill by anointing them on the forehead and hands with duly blessed oil, pressed from olives or from other plants, saying, Only once, through this holy anointing, may the Lord in his love and mercy help you with the grace of the Holy Spirit, May the Lord, who frees you from sin, save you and raise you up. Father Larry. 
All right. Thanks, Bill. So here we were continuing through this, uh, the sacrament sick and from paragraphs 1506, uh, to 1513. And in this, in this, uh, in this section, we just, we see the truth that, um, part of being a Catholic is, is Christ invites, uh, um, us to help the sick and to minister them with compassion and healing. And, um, and so we also, and it makes the point that the Holy Spirit gives to some a special charism healing uh, to make manifest the power of the grace of the risen Lord. Now, I know certain priests uh, that I'm friends with, they actually have prayed over people outside the sacraments sick, and people have been healed of illnesses. But the sacrament, once again, is, is, is also a gift of the church for those particularly uh, that are find themselves in, in chronic illness or in danger of death. And, uh, and it says in 1509, heal the sick, right? And, and this is quoting Matthew chapter 10, verse 8. And, uh, you know, so Jesus Christ gives, uh, you know, the, the apostles and the priests the power to um, help people with the sacrament of the sick. And then in 1510, what we have is the biblical uh, basis of the sacrament. And there are a couple, but the one that is the most uh, explicit is James chapter five, verses 14 to 15. And actually this is, we, uh, as a priest, when I anoint someone, I actually quote this, uh, it's part of the ritual. When I go into the hospital room and I give someone the anointing of the sick, I say, I actually read these words of St. James. It's the, it's sort of the introduction of the sacrament. It says, is any among you sick? Let them call for the elders or the presbyters, which means priests of the church, and let them pray over him, anoint him, oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith will save the sick man, and the Lord has and the Lord will raise him up, and if he hath committed any sins, he will be forgiven him. And um, and so what we see is that, that this is the biblical basis uh, from James that at the you know, in the early church, that priest would go to the bedside of a of a, a very sick person or a dying person and would anoint them with oil and pray over them. And it says and the Lord raised him up. And uh, we'll get into that more. What are the effects of the sacrament? But this is just a biblical background of, of where we see uh, the anointing of the sick in sacred scripture. And moving forward in the next section, what's called a sacrament of the sick, is that um, it just says simply the church believes and confesses that among the seven sacraments, there's one especially attendant to strengthen those who are being tried by illness, which is the anointing of the sick. And it also makes the point that um, it used to be called, and older folk uh, used to remember it as being called extreme unction. And uh, sometimes when you go, you know, if a family member uh, calls me to go to the hospital and I walk into a room, they're like, oh no, it means I'm dying. And it's, it's now, truth be told, is that, um, you know, in the danger of death, a person should all, always call a priest. But it doesn't mean that they're going to die right away. I mean, that's sort of the understanding. You have to wait till the very last moment. We'll get into that later. Uh, it, it's not just uh, a sacrament for those that are, you know, at the you know point of death. But it's we'll, we'll talk about this later. It's for those who are of the remote repos- remote possibility of death. So it's not. It is a preparation for death, but it's more than that. It's also uh, we also believe that the Lord can um, help them uh, be healed. Of their to full health if it's good for their salvation. We'll get to that later. And finally, we just have here that sort of the the sort of renewal of the sacrament that came from Vatican, Second Vatican Council from 
as Bill so beautifully pronounced, sacrum unctionum inframorum, which the, the, the doc, it was the, the apostolic constitution that spoke about this. And it's, it basically just says this, the sacrament anointing sick is to be given to those who are seriously ill by anointing them on the forehead um, and the hands with duly blessed oil and to say only once through this holy anointing, may the Lord and his love and mercy help you with the grace of the Holy Spirit. May the Lord who frees you from sin save you and raise you up. And we'll get into that later because there also is the blessing of the hands, but you only have to say these words. And that's the new the new way of anointing. It used to be um, in the old ritual, you would actually anoint almost every uh, part of the body, essentially. Uh, we can go into that later. So what we have today in this particular section is basically, you know, this command to heal the sick and also the biblical background of where it came from. And then just sort of this recognition that, that the, from our sacred tradition, uh, what, uh, you know, uh, sort of an introduction of who can receive the sacrament. Back to you.